Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, potent, magical, incredibly gorgeous world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear. I am Keisha Clark, your host for the next 55 minutes, and I'm delighted to have you joining me today. Thank you so much for stopping by. However, whenever and wherever you're doing it, I'm grateful and thanks for coming to play. <laughs> if you have never happened by here before, we are um, challenging you to stop asking your life to make sense here on Living Beyond Linear. I am challenging you to do that. Um, it is about shifting our perspective and shattering our limitations to get to more of the juiciness of our life and living because I don't know about you, um, but I find that if I've got some juicy going on, it's a whole lot more fun and it works for me. So it, it, this is in part about finding uh, some questions, some new awarenesses, some aha moments, um, getting to those things rather, and um, and getting to more of what really is fun, exciting, and fabulous and works for you that is actually beyond what we can explain away. And why would you want to explain your life away anyway? <laughs> like, what is the point of that? So I am Keisha Clark. I am an intuitive medium facilitator and body worker, and I do all kinds of magic, and I have a really good great time doing it. So if you want to play with me at any point in the show, if it blows your hair back or, um, you know, bubbles in your universe, uh, you can find me by clicking on any of the links on this replay page if you're watching this as a replay. And you can also find me by coming to my host page on Inspired Choices Network, and you can click on the contact information there. You can also just email me if you ever want to. It's Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. I'll try to make it a little bit ease for you. So today, what are we talking about? Oh, golly, you know, <laughs> this one still gets me. <laughs> so if at any point in the show, and this is open invitation for everybody, uh, you want to come join us live, you can actually call in, and the numbers uh, to call in are any, on pretty much any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. There's a U.S. number. There's a, Can a Canadian number. And uh, if neither of those will work for you, you can actually Skype us. Uh, you can also come into the chat room and play with us in real time. And all you got to do is click on the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of the screen, pretty much any screen on Inspired Choices Network. Give yourself a name and come on in and let's have some fun together. <laughs> you can ask your questions. You can give your feedback. Um, I love that we get to play in the chat room. So if you want to join me either of those ways, you can. If you're hearing this after the show has aired live, um, so in the future that would be, and a question pops through you, you are invited to email me as well. You can also find me on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear. There's ways you can connect. And so if you're ready to do that and you so if you're curious about it, then connect. Hey, come on, let's play. Because Living Beyond Linear, it's just it's more fun when when there's more of us like choosing to play with the possibilities of where are we beyond everything we ever thought we were. 
everything we ever thought we were supposed to be and everything we decided we couldn't be. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so let's go there. And today the topic is uh, one of those that I'm uh, – it's, it's, it's an ongoing process, really, I find. <laughs> so what are we talking about? We are talking about you can't say the right thing to the wrong people. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Oh, my goodness. Shut the front door. Shut the back door. Open some windows, for Christ's sake. I'm, I'm feeling frisky. So, <laughs> so how many deep, dark, smelly wells have you thrown yourself into trying to explain yourself to someone who is absolutely not, with a capital N, <laughs> interested in you? I mean, really? Yeah, the torment we can put ourselves through. We're really good at that, aren't we? And what is it that drives us to keep taking our message, our mission, our magic to the people who can't even see us? Hmm, ouch, yeah. And and I, I still try to do it, right? I mean, are you with me here? It's like it can happen in less than the blink of an eye. It's really this strange phenomenon that we do. So let's have our our... Beyond linear adventure today, let's play with this weird attraction to <laughs> this exercise in futility, as I call it. <laughs> and how do we change it? How do we be an invitation rather than an imposition? Yeah. And we've talked about some things kind of close to this um, in recent weeks. <clears throat> there was a show that I did, I think it was two weeks ago, which you can find in the archives. If you go to my host page and you click on the archives tab, you can find all of the past shows. I believe this today is show number 140. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that just blows my mind. I have 140 shows in my archives. Wow. <laughs> and you can play with any or all of them at whatever way it works for you. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, one of the topics I did was called running interference. And it was really uh, looking at like where are we trying to project ourselves or insert ourselves into people's lives and how many ways do we do that? Um, and is that really a contribution? And there's a lot of charge around that particular topic as well for a lot of us. And it's kind of another one of those ongoing things because we want to be, we want to be a contribution, uh, many of us really want to do things to, quote-unquote, help people, right, to make them feel good, to show them a new way, a different possibility, to, like, be a representation of something else that is possible that they could actually play with. However, <laughs> that doesn't absolutely automatically mean that um, that they're really interested in us or what we have to say or what our expression of different possibility might be it, it might not jive for them or it might totally excite them and there's just no way they're going to let themselves have it right we don't have any idea what's going on for people and and what's going on in people's brains or heads or lives and and yet <laughs> we can so quickly make it about something we're doing or not doing or being or not being that is a you know we've done something wrong oh gosh we've done something wrong and so this you can't say the right thing to the wrong people is a phrase I'm sure many of you have heard. <laughs> and there's another phrase that says you can't say um, the wrong thing to the right people, which I I like those two phrases as a, a sort of quick reminder. They're sort of like energetic flashcards for me. And I appreciate 
um, that they kind of help me remember, like, stop, you know, to get out of my investment when I get into my investments. <laughs> and I get into my investments, yes, even though um, I have a radio show and I'm a, like a life coach and a transformation agent, I still have my moments. So there you go. Um, so how many of you, oh, my gosh, this is such an interesting energy. How many of you are doing this? Are you trying to take your message into the places and to the people who have no interest whatsoever in hearing it, right? Yeah, and some of those people might be, you might be related to them. <laughs> Many of us have that scenario, and that can be kind of a challenge to get beyond, and what if you can still do that? What if you can still get beyond this, this whatever this is that triggers you into trying to convince people, trying to get their attention. Yeah, wow. So everywhere this is already like bringing up a whole lot of stuff for you. <laughs> Would you be willing to take a breath and get present with all that you are? Mm. Yeah, what if it has nothing to do with anyone else? Let's just be with ourselves right here, right now, for this moment, and let our awareness open up. And notice where we're doing this, trying to say the right thing to the wrong people. And yes, my beautiful beloveds, I hear a number of you talking about polarity. <laughs> and so no, this show is not about making things polar or polarizing things or people. This is really just a cue of a phrase to get our attention. So is there really a right thing you can say? And is there really a wrong person you can try to say it to? Well, okay, not really. It's just a way that we can look at this. So yes, for all of the polarity police, just please know <laughs> we got this. It's really okay. And for today's application, we're talking about you can't say the right thing to the wrong people. And what if you can't say the wrong thing to the right people? And yes, what if it's not about right or wrong? And however, at the same time, we do go into rightness and wrongness of what we're supposed to be or say. Yeah? And so there's the polarity. So how many times are we putting ourselves into a polarity spin because we've already decided what we have to say is right and that it's a right thing to say it? Wow, didn't see that coming. <laughs> And I've done that a few hundred thousand times in my lifetime, and I will probably do it a few hundred thousand more, knowing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many things have you already decided before you even say them are the right things to say or the wrong things to say before you've stopped yourself from saying them? Wow. And everywhere that's creating ripples in your universe, would you take a breath? And would you be willing to shift whatever point of view you have? Yes. Would you be willing to just see it from the space of allowance? Or you could say through the lenses of allowance. And what information is there for you, for us, when we look at that about ourselves? 
And for any of you who have no idea who my my little one is that's chiming in, that's Lillaroo. <laughs> She's actually my co-pilot in consciousness, <laughs> and she has shown up this time in feline form. She likes to help us move the energy. She's also been known to make a few points during the shows, so you will hear her talking <laughs> as we go, most likely. So, wow, yeah, this is really fascinating. So how many times... Do you go into conveying information or what you, you think is conveying information or attempting to convey information and you've already decided that information is something you have to say, so you will say that to whoever is in the vicinity of your person, right? And what if you are in a group of people or you're at an event where it's highly likely that the people there are not really interested in your promotion at the moment or they're not really they don't really jive with what you do or who you are so what do you do in those moments yes one option is shut up <laughs> absolutely <laughs> And how many of us is that like our last <laughs> choice that we would make to actually shut up? But it's like one of the fastest ways we can change something, people, just just so you're aware. <laughs> Sometimes shutting up is really a very conscious choice you can make. And sometimes it is really a productive choice. Even if you shut yourself up in the mid-sentence, just shut up. The moment you perceive that you have gone to that place, that energy of trying to say something, just shut up. It doesn't mean you have to stop talking forever. It doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean it doesn't have to mean anything other than you've just realized you are wasting your energy and your time. <laughs> <laughs> and you might be creating an intensity energetically between you and that person or those people. So sometimes shutting up is an amazing choice. Yeah? And I totally get that we then can so quickly go into multitudes of conclusions about if we shut up, if we stop talking, then dot, dot, dot then they've won, then it looks like we're weak, then um, we look stupid or foolish or blah, 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 blah. If you're in a room with people who care not about who you are or what you have to offer, does it really matter if they think you look stupid? <laughs> so what have you made shut up mean <laughs> that keeps you from allowing it to work for you, right? Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. I perceive a great deal of um, intensity around this for a lot of us. And it's so, gosh, it's really, this is one of those things that seems so central to our, the, like the way we function. It's like we have to share with people. We have to tell people who we are and what we do. And I'm just going to, you know, throw this out there. What if what if we don't? Thank you, my little Roo. What if we don't have to tell them who we are and what we do? 
What if it's not about telling anybody who we are or what we do? Yes, I, I totally am aware that we have networking events. In, and in those cases, we do tell people who we are and what we do. Okay, cool. And are you willing to talk about who you are and what you do to the people who actually are willing to receive you, to the people who are actually capable of receiving you? Ooh, I said the R word, receive. <laughs> yep. That's a biggie, isn't it? <laughs> Are you actually willing to be with people who can receive you? Mm. What I'm aware of in this 10 seconds is that not very many of us actually are willing to be with people who can receive us. We're more willing to try to convince the people who are not interested in anything about us whatsoever, that that we're somebody worth liking. Right? Yikes! <laughs> so what is it about that, that that triggers us, that drives us? It's almost like an OCD for a lot of us. Like, you can bet that if we walk into a room of 500,000 people, we're going to go to the one person who could no more care that we exist on the planet than the man in the moon. Now, actually, I think the man on the moon appreciates us. <laughs> so I don't know where that statement came from, but I just you know, threw that out there. Yeah, what is it that sets us up to do that? Because I know I have done that. I can walk into a room of people, like even if it's a surprise birthday party for you, you would not walk up to the people who are there who are happy and celebrating you. You would walk up to the people who are like, I just got invited. I don't know who the heck you are, and you're not really looking very you know, attractive to me to want to play with, so uh, I'm just going to go over here and have some punch. You're going to go to that person and try to have a conversation, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are so funny this way. <laughs> that we do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I'm probably the only one who would do that at my own surprise birthday party. So, okay. <laughs> I'm just goofy that way. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right, friends. So I am inviting you to sit with this for just a couple of minutes. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, give ourselves some space to breathe, and just would you be willing to notice what you notice is going on for you with this topic? And if there are any particular things coming up for you, any moments, any experiences you've had of this or that this brings up, would you be willing to really let yourself dive into this today? You know, th this is a radio show, yes, and um, I am a, a happily unconventional change agent, and I am offering these shows, I do offer these shows uh, in part as a way for you to play with me for free. So if you want to come on the air and bring your questions, you are so welcome to bring your questions. Um, if you want to call it a problem, you're welcome to bring your problem. And let's play with it. Let's let's clear some things. Let's change some things. Um, we have a an army of hosts on this network, and I know there are many networks that exist with online radio. And we are in part here to to invite you uh, to come play. And yes, it means you're going to bring it, you know, onto the live show. So yes, it means that um, people around the world are going to hear the conversation. And what if that could be an enormous contribution to you and to the people listening to this show? So. 
uh, you're invited to come play. The numbers are on the screen. You can also Skype in, or you can come into the chat and play uh, without having to talk live on the air, um, whichever works for you. But I invite you to, if, if, if things are coming up for you with this and you really would like to change, clear, shift something, um, come play. Let's see what we can Let's see what we can find. And then, as I say, let's shift our perspective and shatter our limitations. Because when you change where you're looking at something from, you see something completely different that you never saw before. As Dr. Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way you look at something, the thing you look at changes. So, yeah, I love that. So you are invited to come play anytime. And for this moment, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613 613- 800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome forward, sideways, or however it is you're here. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark, your host. I'm grateful to have you playing with me today. And I wonder, how's it going for you, hon? Oh, what's coming up for you around this topic of you can't say the right thing to the wrong people? Are you willing to shut up? Yeah. <laughs> so, shortly before the break, we got into that R word, <clears throat> receive. Mm, receiving. Yeah, it's kind of a biggie. And this really interesting thing that we do um, that often shows up as we're not really willing to play with the people who can receive us. We're more willing to go try to win over the people who have no concern whether we live or die. So isn't it interesting that we do this? And one of the questions that popped for me over the break was, I wonder, like, how, how many of you learned this in grade school? And is this like an extension of a learned behavior in part that we are continuing, that we are um, – allowing to run sort of autopilot. How many of you in grade school um, or even in college, <laughs> this seems to be something that happens a lot in school, um, did you have the experience of, you know, maybe you weren't one of the quote-unquote popular kids? And so was there this sense for you of needing to win over friends? Was there... Uh, was there a, a, 
a level of intensity or difficulty or challenge around being able to talk to your peers in school. And I wonder if that created an imprint for a lot of us. I was not a popular kid in school. And I totally, at the time I was in school, bought into, you know, that you're supposed to be liked by the right people, the right kids, the right groups, the right cliques, right? Um, and I, I can't say that I was. <laughs> so um, I wonder if some of that for a lot of us is around, you know, um, what we what we experienced early on. Um, and for others of us, is it something that we experienced in our family? Did you have um, siblings or relatives that would not give you the time of day? And so there was maybe this, for some of us, constant, for some of us maybe not quite constant, but frequent, depending on who it was and if they lived in your own in the house with you or not. Um, was there this sense of, I need to find a way to get them to like me? Golly, there's a huge charge on that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think we've tapped a vein. So <clears throat> everything this is bubbling and stirring and shaking loose in your world, would you be willing to just be the observer of it for a moment? Notice what you notice. And have your awareness of what that created in your world, in your life, in your body. And then, would you be willing to take a breath and know, with a capital K, that that does not have to be the absolute influence that governs your life. And so the way that you, however it is that you do your own clearing, would you be willing to let go of that? Do you be willing to breathe through this moment and choose beyond anywhere and everywhere you have allowed that imprint to have governance of your life and the way you function? Wow. So all the family members, you're still trying to convince that you're you're likable to. You're still trying to win them over to love you. Ouch. Wow. Would you be willing to let go of your investment that they ever notice you at all? Wow. And you know what? What if there's no right or wrong way to do this? So everywhere you're looking for the thing to say to win over the one person who never paid you attention when you were two or five or nine or 15 or 22, would you be willing to acknowledge that? Oh, shit, look what I'm doing. Oh, my God. How many years have I been carrying that torch, that that knot, that mass of anger or intensity, whatever you want to call it, whatever color you want to make it, whatever name you want to give it. And wherever that has taken root in your body and in your life, would you be willing to know that you can actually change it? And then would you choose to change it? And would you now shift where you are with that? 
And would you be willing to choose to no longer allow that to drive your to drive your behavior, to drive you into certain behaviors when you are in certain energies? And so for so many of us, what I get is that when we get into those moments where we're with people who we really would love to be able to talk to, but they are just not having it, right? They're just like, don't even notice who we are. Don't even notice we're standing two feet away from them. We could smell like onions and garlic, and they probably wouldn't even look at us. <laughs> when you're in those moments, what is it that triggers for you? Would you be willing to notice that? And would you be willing to have your awareness that it may have nothing to do with the person you're standing two feet away from? who won't look at you. It may have everything to do with when you were three years old. Who wouldn't look at you? Who didn't talk to you? Who would not acknowledge you that you're still trying to get to acknowledge you? Wow. Did not see that coming. (laughs) And I'm so grateful that came up. And I can say there was a number of times in my early childhood um, that that I had those kinds of experiences. Now, I'm so grateful that I also had um, some relatives that I got to spend a lot of time with who adored me, who did pay attention to me, who did listen to my babblings and what I had to say, who did have conversation with me, who did acknowledge me. And, oh, my gosh, it made a world of difference for me. And I still have those moments that I can see someone and and I just, something triggers, something turns on in my world and it's like I want to talk to them so badly and I want them to like me so badly and it's just not going to happen, right? <laughs> but how many times did I make that about me? <laughs> So here's a tip for you, my friends. 999 million times out of 999 million, it's not about you. (laughs) And I know, yes, you hear me saying that and you hear me laughing because there's a lightness for me with it now. It took some doing for me to really get, oh, my God, it really isn't about me. Oh, my God. It's really about whoever it is you're trying to talk to for them. Now, the part that it's about for you is your business, right? And we that's part of what one of the things we were just talking about. Like if you become aware or as you become aware of what's really going on for you when this thing triggers for you, that part's about you, right? That's for you to get. That's for you to play with and and choose to shift, change or or do something with if you're if and when you're ready, right? Their reaction, like if they're not talking to you, if they're not responding to you, that's on them. And would you be willing to let that be about them? And would you maybe just be willing to say, wow, thank you for being the representation of this for me so I can get an awareness about this? And, you know, I wouldn't advise saying that out loud to them. (laughs) But just have gratitude for those moments, for those people. Not because they're being a jerk, not, you know, I mean, if that's what they're being, not because of that. It's just, wow, thank you for showing up and and getting my attention today. And thank you, universe, for bringing me this awareness. And thank you, me, 
you in your case, thank you, you, you'd be thanking yourself for for creating this moment, for creating this creation to get this awareness, to get my own attention. These are the places that are stopping you, right? So would you be willing to shut up in those moments? And it's not that you're shutting anything off. You're just shutting the energy that you're trying to, you know, fire hose onto the other person or the other people. And you're going to put your attention on you. Now, if you're giving... (laughs) If you're giving a public presentation, I know, you know, that might be a case where instead of just shutting up right away, you might end your presentation sooner than you had anticipated or planned on, okay? But when you get these awarenesses, we we change our lives when we're willing to act upon our awareness. And sometimes that's not about going out and doing something big and major and, um, you know, hugely obvious in physical form. Sometimes that's just about being willing to catch a clue, being willing to to hear the whispers, being willing to feel the slight breeze and shift your energy. Sometimes that's just, that's the thing that's required to make a shift of magnitude. So when I'm talking about shutting up, I'm not talking about shutting yourself down. And that's what a lot of us do, is we go into shut down. There's something very different with shutting down than there is with shutting up. And I would like for you to know that. And I would love for you to be willing to play with that. And I have no investment that you choose it or not. I'm just offering that to you. So where are you shutting down rather than shutting up? And would you be willing to shut up and keep choosing rather than shutting down and turning yourself off? Holy moly, how many of you are shutting down? And do you get that shutting down only serves to drive this pattern in even further and reinforce it? Yeah. Holy moly. Would you be willing to shut up and stay turned on and stay present and put your attention on you and then make a choice for you in those moments? And yes, Oh my God, this is some of the most challenging stuff. (laughs) This is some of the most challenging stuff to be in the presence of of this intensity that can get created, (laughs) that that we often create, (laughs) and to be present with who we are. And this is where I will bring in one of my favorite tools. Universe, show me the energy of me. Body, show me the energy of you right now. So when you get into that spin cycle, that's a great tool that you can play with if you're willing to play with it. Again, you might not want to say it out loud, (laughs) depending on where you are. (laughs) But if you need to say it out loud, if that's what will help you get through the moment, would you be willing to say it out loud? And, you know, who cares how, how it sounds to anybody else? This is about you. This is about you choosing what works for you. And sometimes it is in those most intense and awkward moments that we we got to be willing to just choose for us anyway and let go of everything we could imagine that anyone would react to us, that, that any way that anyone would react to us. Let go of all of that and just choose for us. 
and Lily seconds me on that, so it is so. (laughs) What is it for you that would allow you to keep choosing for you in those moments of intensity? Are you willing to know that, and then are you willing to do it? Are you willing to choose it? And are you willing to have what that could create for you? That's another piece that a lot of us, we're just not. We're not willing to have what that creates because that's going to create something that shows us more of what our potency is. And we're not quite sure what to do with that. But what if you didn't have to know what you're supposed to do with your potency? What if there's nothing you have to do with it? What if it's just something you could be? Right? And if you had no expectation that it made sense or that it looked a particular way, how magnificently could it show up for you? And I do mean magnificently. Yeah. Wow. You know, I love these conversations. They seem to go all over the place. And yet, like within this, there's this is just... We get to it, we get to these little kernels and we open them up and there's such beautiful gifts. Um, and they just like explode possibilities in our universe. <laughs> and I love that. I just love the nature of energy. And I love that when you take the parameters off of how something works or, or how we get from this point to another point and you just let yourself have the freedom to play with it without it having to make sense. I love what can be created. I love what we can get to. I love what we can discover. And that's that's just super juicy. That is just super duper fun and juicy for me. Wow. And I I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what would it take um, for more of us to be choosing this more of the time, for more of our lives? And how much more could we be creating? And how much more could we be receiving? And there's that receiving word again. So this receiving thing, being received and receiving um, is endlessly fascinating for me and and it's as though i well it's not as though my my experience is with the on the subject of receiving it it shows up in phases and it's it's like it's something that i i thought i was doing but then i discover oh gosh i could be doing it so much more and then i move along a little more and i'm thinking i'm receiving and then I have an experience that's like shows me I could be receiving so much more and in such a different way than I ever imagined. So what is it that um hmm, what could we what could we be receiving in the shutting up? And and what if it's about receiving those people who aren't willing to receive us? Are we willing to receive them anyway? Like without a condition that they have to like us first. And what could that create for us? Yeah. 
the first thing that comes into my awareness is awareness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not to talk in circles. <laughs> just when you're willing to just do the shut up part and be present with the person or the people, even if they're not willing to receive you, does that mean you have to stop receiving? Because really, what are you stopping the receiving of in those moments? You're really stopping the receiving of you. Because you're not receiving them if you're not willing to receive their response to you or their reaction to you. Are you actually really also shutting off your receiving of you? Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a lot. I've done that a, a whole lot. So so how do we be present in those moments and not stop the receiving of us, not shut down the receiving of us? Oh, boy, that's another lovely kernel. <laughs> so let's take another breath. We're going to have another short break. Keep breathing. Keep being present to whatever point you're willing. Keep letting your awareness show up for you if you're willing. And let's see what else we can um, excavate here <laughs> when we come back from the break you're listening to living beyond linear radio show i am keisha clark your host here with my beautiful lillaroo who's my co-host we are diving into some incredibly fascinating stuff today with you cannot say the right thing to the wrong people shut up and we'll be right back What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Hey, hey, my friends. Welcome back forward sideways to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear. I am Keisha Clark. We are moving and shaking some universes today, my sweet babies. So, I congratulate you and I commend you and I totally acknowledge you for what you're choosing and for your willingness to be choosing. Wow. Wow, wow. Yeah. So uh, before we jump back in, I want to just share a couple of things with you, some stuff coming up. You can play with me live and in person if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, I will be doing readings at the Dallas Psychic Fair. Yay! 
love the Dallas Psychic Fair. Huge shout out to Cheryl, Andrea, and um, the amazing team that that uh, runs this fair. Just incredible people. Thank you for welcoming me. Thank you for thank you for all you do um, to run this fair and and be a gift that you be to people who are looking and seeking and asking for for what they desire and require. And um, I'm in such amazing company, and I'm so grateful. So if you want to come play with me in person and you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on Sunday, September 3rd, do check out the Dallas Psychic Fair. You can find them online, um, dallaspsychicfair.com. And I am going to hold my own Saturday Psychic Fair <laughs> the following Saturday, um, September the 9th, I believe it is. And um, you will be able to do that online. For all of you who are not in the Dallas-Fort Worth area <laughs> that might want to do um, a Psychic Fair Day with me, it's going to be a little different because it is online. But essentially, it's a day that I'm putting aside to um, to offer um, a little bit of a a fun kind of event, and it'll basically mean that you you book that time during that specific day with me that you want a reading, and I am offering uh, the readings at a gift price. So if you want to find out more about that, um, you can look on my Facebook page. I will have some information up there for you. You can also email me if you don't find it uh, right away and you just want to get the information, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com and ask me your questions, and I will send you um, a link with the information for the Saturday Psychic Fair with Keisha, me, <laughs> September the 9th, me. So how fun is that? I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, Wow, golly dogs, you cannot say the right thing to the wrong people. Shut up already. <laughs> it's just fun to say shut up. I really love saying that. Shut up. Um, and how often have I like not you know practiced that? Yes, I'm totally acknowledging that. And does that mean that I can't choose it if it's if and when it's going to happen the next time? If it, when it comes around again? Absolutely not. I can totally choose that. Am I willing to choose that? Yeah, I'm a whole lot more willing today than I was six months ago or five years ago. Um, and I, because I have a very different perspective about all, about all of it. And I also don't have the investment that, um, that people like me. Do I, would I love it if people like me? Of course I would love that. <laughs> Do I require everybody like me? No, I no longer require that. It's quite freeing, actually. And I, I highly recommend <laughs> that to you if you haven't gotten there yet. Um, you might just try that on for size. And it's this is not about having a, a middle finger to the world attitude. It's not about that. It's really about having the space to just to just be an allowance of what people choose. And yeah, I mean if somebody chooses to be rude or unkind, I I'm I'm not gonna be a doormat. I'm not gonna let them just walk on me. I am going to say something, um, as I like to say, I make one hell of a speed bump. <laughs> so, yes, do I be the appropriate energy in response to whatever occurs? Absolutely. And I don't have to have a charge or an investment that people that, that I win people over. Okay. And so, how many places and spaces and ways are you trying to win someone over when we go into those the the moments to those experiences of we're trying to say the right thing. We're trying to find the right thing to say, to make ourselves make sense to someone else. Firstly, my friends, everywhere you're doing that, would you please stop it? 
Would you please stop trying to explain you to anyone ever? What if you cannot be explained? What if there is no way of explaining you? What if there is no category or label that fits you? Yeah. Now, yes, when you're in certain settings, networking meetings and things, absolutely have your elevator speech. I mean, come on, yes, we know that there's certain things you go to that it's understood that you're going there to talk about what you do. Okay, so don't be silly. <laughs> but in your life, how many times do you go into trying to explain yourself to someone else so that they feel better about being with you or that they might feel safe about being with you? Stop. Would you stop it? Would you just stop it? And and would you be willing to have your awareness that every time you try to explain yourself in those moments and in those ways, you are seriously limiting yourself? Do you get how seriously limiting you are being to you? And this takes us into the receiving thing again. <laughs> oh, my God, I roll. Okay, get over it. The receiving thing is kind of big. It's kind of central to who we are. <laughs> it's kind of central to like how we get to do what we do here and what we can create. So in those moments that you're trying to explain yourself or that you're trying to win someone over, that you're trying to convince anyone, when they're not responding in a way that feels like the, the opening of a door, are you taking your cue from that to shut off your receiving of you. Because when you go into criticizing you, no matter how, what, what the extent of that criti criticism is, the moment you go into being critical of yourself, you are shutting off your receiving of you. And do you get what that creates? Yeah. So the moment you shut off your receiving of you, it's sort of like you throw yourself under the bus. So how many buses are you throwing yourself under every day? And would you be willing to stop that? Yeah. You don't have to do that. What if there is another way? And what if that way for you is to simply stay present, to take the information from how the person is responding to you and actually honor that. And bring that conversation to a close and walk away. And would you be willing to play with some questions like, universe, who can I play with today that actually desires to hear what I have to say? Who can I play with today that actually would love to bring information to me? And how can we play together in a way that creates more for both of us or for all of us? Universe, bring me the people who are looking for what I have to offer. You could also put it in question form this way. What would it take for me to be connected to the people who are looking for what I have to offer today, if you want to put it in a right now term, today? And if you want to do it for the future, now and in the future. And are you actually willing to receive people who can receive you? So what would it take to be receiving the people who could totally receive me? Yeah. 
what would it be like for you to be receiving the people who could totally receive you? Who are willing to hear you? Who are willing to see you? Who are willing to know you? Who are willing to receive you? Are you willing to find them? Are you willing to let them find you? And I am including myself (laughs) in this choir. (laughs) I am including me. Am I willing to receive the people who can receive me? That's been a big one. There's a lot to that because that opens up a space of, oh, that means now I might have to choose even more. What if choice isn't a big, scary monster? (laughs) And what if being received could actually... Oh, do you get the energy of that? What it's like to be received? Now, are you willing to receive the people who can speak to you? Are you willing to be that for them too? And so universe, would you now allow all of the elements to be coming together? Would you now put into motion all of the elements coming together for me to be meeting the people whom I can receive and who can receive me? Yeah. And would you be willing to acknowledge your part in creating that? And everywhere you have created that, would you acknowledge that now? And let's have more of that. And so what happens if you don't if you're not heard by these other people, who knows? Who cares? But what if you being willing to receive the people who are willing to receive you actually opens the door for people to start to hear you in the way that they can hear you? People who might not have even looked at you twice before. What if that makes you an invitation? Your being willingness to receive no matter what people's response is to you, what if that makes you the greater invitation? And what if that throws some new possibilities into people's universe and at some point they go, I want to know that person a little more. Where were they? And they look you up. And whether they do or not is not important. It's are you willing to be the invitation? Ah, Thank you, my friends. Have a fantastic week. Practice shutting up and not shutting down and stay turned on. We'll be back next week and I adore you. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. For more adventures,